Good morning. You're listening to the Sahaja Yoga Meditation Program. My name's Helen, and in the studio this morning we also have Roger. This morning we're going to be looking at and exploring the idea of the Mother Earth and the connection that we have to mo the Mother Earth and the power of the Mother Earth. Both is a dynamic force, as you see she displays herself in things like earthquakes, hurricanes, volcanoes, but also the more nurturing side, the motherly power of the Mother Earth, the power that makes all the seedlings grow and the trees grow, the Mother Earth that feeds all the animals and looks after everyone and everything that walks on the Earth. And we're going to look at that in relation to the Native American nations. Very much in their tradition was a long-standing connection to the Mother Earth. They had the great respect in the relationship that they lived with, with the Mother Earth and to the Mother Earth, um, in the full knowledge that everything that sustained them came from the Mother Earth, and also the spirituality in their lives that um, came from the Mother Earth and from the great spirit of the universe that organized the universe and kept the universe alive. Although America before the Europeans settled w was full of different tribes or nations or groups, they all had many common threads, threads that bound them to the Mother Earth, threads that bound them to nature. Um, many of the Indian nations had a great reverence for peace between themselves and between nature. They looked after the environment. They considered the family life and the love of the family and the love and respect and protection of the family to be very important. They also placed great value on uh, inner silence or a personal truth in introspection of themselves and the questioning of themselves to find that that same sort of energy or mothering power, nurturing power within themselves. And it was that power, that peace within themselves that allowed them to have the connection to the Mother Earth. They had great respect for older people and they also accepted death as part of life and part of the natural cycle of life. Very much as we see this in nature, in the springtime, all the new flowers come up, all the new leaves come up, they go into their full blossom and then in autumn they die away again. All this was seen as a natural cycle of life and the natural cycle of nature and they incorporated this into their spiritual beliefs and into their quest for finding their own inner spiritual beings. They also very much valued that each human being was related to every other human being. So if you like, no man is an island or there was no one individuals or separate. They had a great sense of collectivity and even respect between each cultures, each groups, each tribes, each nation. So this morning this is the sorts of things we'll be looking at through poetry and through music. And we'll be relating that back to our own inner spiritual mother and our the power of the Mother Earth and how that can help us find our own inner peace and our spirituality. This morning we'll be featuring um, an Indian flutist. So I'll just begin with playing you one of his tracks and then I'll tell you a little more about him.
That was a track by Carlos Nakai. He's a Native American flutist and he comes from a Navajo heritage. He actually began um, traditionally trained in classical instruments, Western instruments, the flutes and various things. And the trumpet was um, originally his um, instrument. However, following a, a car accident, or you could say fate intervened, he wasn't able to continue along this career path. So he began to um, look at his spiritual and heritage and his background and his, he went back to his roots and he found, when he went back to his roots, he discovered the, f the flute. And he didn't just want it to become a museum piece, so he began to experiment with it and develop it. He began to write his own tunes but also play traditional tunes. In 1994, he was a Grammy Award finalist. He's played with many of the most well-known orchestras um, around the world. He's done many collaborations in many different styles, including jazz, rock, um, traditional music. And he's extremely well-known for his flute playing. And he sort of combines this very much with the philosophy and the tr traditions of his ancestry. And this really comes through in his music. Um, and to quote him, he once said, We were put on the earth to experience life in its totality. And if you're not doing that, you're essentially wasting your time. In himself, he is quite a character. We'll just listen to another track by Carlos Nakai now. And this one is called Simran Sunset. <laughs> Teach me stillness, as the grasses are stilled with light. Earth teach me suffering, as old stones suffer with memory. Earth teach me humility, as blossoms are humble with beginning. Earth teach me caring, as a mother who secures her young. Earth teach me courage, as a tree which stands alone. Earth teach me limitation, as the ant which crawls on the ground. Earth teach me freedom as the eagle which soars in the sky. Earth teach me resignation as the leaves which die in the fall. Earth teach me regeneration as the seed which rises in the spring. Earth teach me to forget myself 
as melted snow forgets its life. Earth, teach me to remember kindness as dry fields weep with rain. That is a youth prayer. of light come to me out of the east with the power of the rising sun let there be light in my world words let there be light on my path that I walk let me remember always that you give the gift of a new day and never let me be burdened with sorrow by not starting over again great spirit of love Come to me with the power of the north. Make me courageous when the cold wind falls upon me. Give me strength and endurance for everything that is harsh, everything that hurts, everything that makes me squint. Let me move through life ready to take what comes from the north. Great life-giving spirit, I face the west, the direction of sundown. Let me remember every day that the moment will come when my sun will go down. Never let me forget that I must fade into you. Give me a beautiful colour, give me a great sky for setting, so that when it is my time to meet you, I can come with glory. Great spirit of creation, send me the warm and soothing winds from the south. Comfort me and caress me when I'm tired and cold. Unfold me like the gentle breezes that unfold the leaves on the trees. As you give to all the earth your warm moving wind, give to me, so that I may grow close to you in warmth. And that was the native prayer to the four directions. souls of men when they realize their relationship their oneness with the universe and all its powers and when they realize that at the center of the universe dwells Wankantanka and that this center is really everywhere it is within each of us and that was a prayer by Black Elk of the Oglala Sioux
And that was the music of Nakai, Carlos Nakai. During that music we listened to some prayers and to some poems about the Mother Earth and the power of the Mother Earth, but also the power of the universal power that runs the whole of the universe. Black Elk referred to it as Wankantanka. This spiritual energy exists all around us. The Native American nations were able to tap into it and grow from it. But it still exists today and it still exists all around us. When we have a connection to that spirituality and to that power, then we are able to find within us our own spirituality. Through Sahaja Yoga Meditation, we can awaken that energy, that little seed within us, which our Kundalini looks after. And our Kundalini within us is like the mothering power, the mothering power of the earth. Just as the Mother Earth nurtures the seeds and lets them grow into little shoots and then looks after them as they grow, our Kundalini looks after our spirit and our spiritual nature. So when the Kundalini rises within us, it starts to nourish, it starts to mend, it starts to correct, and it starts to heal our inner spiritual being. And as it rises and passes through the fontanelle bone, through the top of our head, we get our connection to that all-pervading spirit that is around us, the universal spirit that is around us. Very much within the tradition of the Native American Indians was the idea that the great universal being or the great universal power came and showed itself to the people. It showed itself in the wind and in the rocks and in the earth. But also there is a, a story that goes that the great mother being of the universe took her birth as a pure white buffalo and showed herself on the plains to all the Indians and she showed them how to live in harmony. It's quite interesting, they've been waiting again for the second coming of the the great white buffalo, buffalo. and during the last 20 years or so within Northern America there has been um, nine pure white buffalo calves born. The last one was born on the 7th of August in 2001 in Michigan. And it's seen very much as um, a sign of hope by the Native American people. And it's a very auspicious sign. Um, and Chief Avril Looking Horse, who is the keeper of the original sacred white buffalo calf pipe, had these words to say when the last calf was born. It's not an albino calf. It's, it's a pure white, the purity that is sacred, but it's a pure white calf that was born and he said white buffalo calf woman's spirit would make her presence known a sign of great change signifying the crossroads I never dreamed I would live to witness these moments monumentous time eight other white buffalo have since stood upon mother earth white buffalo white buffalo calf woman's spirit has announced her message to support in this time of great danger and she continues to announce the message in the birth of each white buffalo, each one of them a sign, each one a fulfillment of ancient prophecy, as well as a new prophecy for our times. And the last buffalo calf that was born was called, 
excuse my pronunciation, Wahos, or messenger. And it's very significant that at this time when everything, if we look around the world that we live in, is in turmoil and unrest, that they can still see that the great power of the universe is communicating with mankind and is sending messages of hope, not of destruction, but of hope and of transformation. And it's an inner transformation, but it's a, it's a transformation of the world as well as our own spiritual transformation. So we're going to listen now to a tape by Sri Mataji in which she talks about the Mother Earth. Know something about the connection of Sahaja Yoga with this Mother Earth. It is very important that we must understand the value of the Mother Earth. She has been very kind to all of you. She has been sucking your vibrations. She has been... Otherwise also, she has given you everything that you see around. So today, we have to understand the connection. and the symbolic expression of the Mother Earth within ourselves. <coughs> I've told you before also that Kundalini, which is in three and a half coils, is placed within the triangular bone. Now this abode of the Kundalini is called as Muladhara and is represented in the universe as this Mother Earth. Or in the Puja, it is represented as the Kumbha. I don't know if you have made the Kumbha or not. Maybe? Yes, the Kumbha is it. <coughs> so far, in the movement of our consciousness, we have been trying to understand the God Almighty. And all other five elements that we call as important. What is it? I think the microphone's working. Huh? I think the microphone's working now. Working. <laughs> and also The consciousness has been moving towards the understanding of all the other four elements but the Mother Earth. That had to be such because unless and until the understanding of all these four other elements are brought to a certain degree the Mother Earth cannot express itself. Like if all your chakras, four chakras, are caught up, you cannot reach the Kundalini. You cannot give self realization You cannot have a mass evolutionary process done. That's why we had yagyas, all other methods of exciting the four elements. 
they worshipped the water, and they worshipped air, the sky, the firmament, the light. And that's how we came up to the time of Christ where light was worshipped. But today, when we are in this modern Sahaja Yoga, we are actually at the level of the Mother Earth, because as they say, it's the age of the Aquarius. And Aquarius is the same as the Kumbha, is the Mother Earth. So we are at the level of the Mother Earth. You can also see in the consciousness of human beings. I'm saying not only men, but women also, and men. The consciousness is moving more towards the feminine expression of life. But as stupid as human beings are, the feminists also have been very stupid, that they are fighting on the level of rationality, of economics, of politics, all useless things. Equality on all these things, if they are to be sought, that you become men, you just become like men. If you are argumentative, if you are rational, if you talk like men, it's a masculine development. But the mother's development, the feminine development is not equality in the way the men have been stupid. No use competing with men in their stupidity. The amount of stupidity has been created already for us quite sufficiently. The whole world is today is expressing that nonsense that they have, the competition, the aggression, the operation. So the other side of the woman, which was called as the dominated one, the dark side, the oppressed and all that, has to express itself in a different way. The whole mode, the style has to change. See now, in Christianity, one should understand why Christianity, even Judaism, any, any religion, even Hinduism and all that. But more in Christianity, surprising, they just had no place for Mary, and Muslims even crowned it by completely cancelling Fatima. And on top of that, you will see that among Christians, I think that ordination of what you call that is not given to the, to the women, while Christ was not born of a man. But that does not in any way mean that you compete men in their foolish enterprise by which they have practically brought this world to such a ruinous state. So today we have to understand that it is the time for the motherly qualities to develop. Even a man, when he becomes motherly, only he becomes a great man. Like Christ, when he had compassion, he was called as a great So the quality of a woman as a mother, Goddess is always as a mother, and she's the power most important to ignite Sahaja Yoga. Now how she ignites, I'll tell you. 
I'll give an analogy, but analogy should not be carried too far. As wise sir yogis, we should not carry it too far. Say there is a zero, it has no meaning. In the same way, God my, Almighty has no meaning till you put some sort of one or two before it. It's a zero. It has an existence, but it has no capacity or a power to express itself. So it's a zero. Like that, we should say the masculine growth is a zero. Another analogy I'll give you to understand it, that if <coughs> you should see the very high power wires, you see, going over your head, they are absolutely harmless. There's no, no trouble. In Delhi there was a suggestion that there's a very big plot of land available where there are high power wires are going and we can have it for free. But I asked, what's the problem? They said, only. If earth gets connected with that, then you will have problem. So till these, this high power thing, whatever it is, is not connected with the earth, it has no meaning at all. But earth is very different from this dynamic power that is flowing through those wires which are zero which mean nothing. In the same way, in a woman, the womb of a woman is the Kundalini. Now what is a womb? Now, if that is the Kundalini, that expresses the Kundalini in the gross, that means the Mother Earth is also like the womb. Now what does a womb do? It receives the sperm, which is just a frivolous act of man, or you can say just migration, and she then nourishes, looks after it, corrects it, and allows it to grow in not an aggressive way, but in a very compassionate and a sensible way till it is expelled out of the womb when it is grown up. So the idea of womb is that the expression has to be in such a manner that it does not dominate. It does not dominate uh, the embryo. If it dominates, how can it grow? So it nourishes it and makes it grow. This is what today's Sahaja Yoga is, that now the Mother Earth is the one who is symbolized within you as the Muladhara, as symbolized as the Adi Shakti here, is sitting down before you to nourish you, to make you grow into new personalities, into mature personalities. This concept we must understand. So the women of the West must understand that the nonsensical ideas they have taken from men must be completely discarded. They have to become women first. Those women who just are talking like men can never help in Sahaja They have to be like this Mother Earth who allows you to do what you like with her. I mean, you 
Human beings have been so stupid to exploit her to the maximum. Not only that, but also she bears lot of nonsense upon her. But then a time reaches where she becomes explosive, then she starts consuming people inside her. And when she consumes people, then you see the earthquakes and droughts and this and that, all these things start coming in and people get engulfed into these problems which they blame Mother Earth for that. The problems that human beings have created out of aggressive nature, even aggression towards the Mother Earth, they have to pay dividend for that and they are paying. Now to stop this kind of a movement of aggressiveness which brings all kinds of disturbances, one has to receive back and should develop the sense of totality of compassion. Unless and until you understand totality, the total, the complete, the whole, that is the womb, that's your mother. As long as you try to be individualistic, you cannot be a good surgeon. You have to become one with the whole. Now we have to face ourselves for that, very important it is. Especially in the West, I would say we have to face ourselves very clearly, what are we up to. That's a very important thing. First of all, let us see where is our attention. Ask a question. We have Sahaja Yogis and Sahaja Yogis within our fold and I am sometimes surprised that even now the attention can be very funny. Like simple thing like we can have attention on material things. This is mine. This is yours, that I should have my privacy. Then you are gone into the another realm of aggressiveness. If you try to have your own privacy, then you are depriving others of their privacy. It was all right when you were not Sajogis to have your privacy because you had to grow in your privacy at that time. But after Sahaja Yoga, you have to become one with everyone else. That is very important. Before Sahaja Yoga, you were different, and after Sahaja Yoga, you are different people. The whole concept must change after Sahaja Yoga. That now you have become one with the whole, and to feel that you are one with the whole, you should try to give up all your individualistic attitudes. It's very common now to hear, yes, I like this, I like that. It's very common. I like it. Very common. But doesn't be a Sahaja Yogi to say such a thing. 
see, how can I say that I like something? Think of a mother who has to bear the child, who has to give birth to a child, who has to look after the child, the needs of the child, protect the child, train the child. How can she say, I like this and I like that? Where is the time? To think what you like and what you don't like. I like this food, I like that food. Where is the time? Where is the energy left for that? Where is the attention? The attention is on the upbringing of the child. Now, in the same way, a Sahaja must know that the child within him is born, the spirit. Spirit is the child which has been born within him. Now he has to nourish through the Kundalini. He has to water it. He has to look after it. It has to make it grow. Now where is the time for other nonsensical things? You have a child in hand. You are all mothers. Looking after your child, that's your spirit. So where do you have time for all these things? What attention should be? What can I do to make this child happy, to make this child grow, to make this child completely manifest myself? The mother replaces herself as soon as the child becomes a mature child. So now in you the motherhood must take over than the fatherhood. Motherhood towards yourself. The attitude should be like a mother towards the child, how her attention is towards the child. We can see in every day-to-day life how we behave. I have seen people very much interested even now in food. I mean, where is the time? Where is the attention? How can you be so much worried about your food, worried about your sleep, worried about your health, worried about this, that? I mean, here you are to worry about your child, which you have got now with you. And that's why the child is neglected. And sometimes you find the child becomes sick or sometimes goes into a coma or may die away also. So the situation is very different now for Sahaja Yogis, how to treat themselves. Those who are running after still food and all these nonsensical things, I mean, I've seen Sahaja Yogis, all their attention is on food all the time. How dedication can come in a person who is so much dedicated to food habits? Like. We have seen, you might have also seen some of you, Ajanta caves were built. In ten generations they built Ajanta caves, ten generations. And they built it in a place where there was not even water available to begin with. And day in and day out, thousands of people, without getting any payment, without getting anything, built it. No food, no question. They used to eat some fruit somewhere here, there. But their dedication gave them power to do it. 
But this dedication can only be developed if you realize that you have to mother your child. Now, if the mother is ugly, the child will be ugly too. Because it is the mother who is expressed in the child. She doesn't dominate the child, all right, but she definitely can corrupt the image of the child. And that's what exactly happens when we, the Sahaja Yogis, are not bothered as to look after our spirit and our spiritual growth. That was Sri Mataji Devi talking about the Mother Earth, but also the power of the mothering power, the, the power that the Mother Earth has, but also the mothering power that we have within ourselves to look after our own spirituality. And it's very important to nurture your own spirituality. Many people who have been listening to this radio program have been feeling the cool breeze or have been having nice meditations every week when they listen to it. But in order for their own Kundalini to grow strong, their own subtle system to be cleared out, it's very important to nurture that. And it's this mothering energy that will do it. And it's quite interesting that within the Native American tradition, it was a white buffalo, a woman, a female white buffalo that took its birth to show the nations how to grow and how to ascend. And also quite significant that it's the birth of a white calf now that has given them that new hope. And it's also no coincidence that Sri Mataji is a female herself and she has developed this technique. So it's very much the time of the mother, the time of the mothering power to come forth. And we do see that within our environment. If we also look at... Um, someone like Chief Seattle, I mean, if you put him in modern day context, he's a great advocate for the environment, for the freedom of people, for spiritual freedom, and just um, the speeches that he gave to his people and to the nations about their connection with the Mother Earth, their connection with each other, and their connection with the white man gives great hope for the future. Roger now is going to read a little bit from one of his speeches. Teach your children what we have taught our children, that the, the earth is our mother. Whatever befalls the earth bef befalls the sons of the earth. If men spit on the ground, they spit upon themselves. This we know. The earth does not belong to man. Man belongs to the earth. This we know. All things that are connected, all things are connected like the blood which unites one family. All things are connected. Whatever befalls the earth befalls the sons of earth. Man did not weave the web of life, he is merely a strand in it. Whatever he does to the web, he does to himself. Even the white man, whose God walks and talks with him as a friend to friend cannot be exempt from the common destiny. We may be brothers all, after all. We shall see. One thing we know, which the white man may one day discover, our God is the same God. You may think now that you own him as you wish to own our land, but you cannot. He is the God of man, 
and his compassion is equal for the red man and the white. This earth is precious to him, and to harm the earth is to heap contempt upon its creator. The whites too shall pass, perhaps sooner than all, of, all the other tribes. Contaminate your bed, and you will one night suffocate in your own waste. We're now going to have a short guided meditation, and this week we're going to concentrate on our Kundalini within and nurturing the Kundalini using our mothering powers. So if you just want to sit comfortably, on the Mother Earth or on the ground if you'd like to, just take your shoes off if you're on a chair, and put your hands out. We'll just rest them on our laps to begin with, palms upwards. And we're just going to concentrate on that motherly power within us to nurture and heal our own subtle system. So if you just take your right hand, place it in the center at your lower abdomen. And just imagine inside the sacrum bone where the Kundalini your mother resides and just very sweetly ask her Kundalini or mother please rise please nourish my subtle system please let me feel that connection to the all-pervading power of the universe please let me feel the joy of my spirit and the peace within. Now there's an energy center that sits below the Kundalini. This is the support of the Kundalini. Like the Mother Earth, it's a very solid foundation and it has the element of earth and it has a relationship to the kundalini it's like the child so here we can just pray to ourselves please give me the innocence and the strength to support my kundalini support the mothering power within me. And just move your right hand up a little bit to just below the tummy button. And here we can see Mother or Kundalini. Please give me the powers of creativity, of the pure knowledge of the spirit. of enlightened creativity to express my spiritual nature. Then just <clears throat> take the right hand up over the tummy button. Mother Kundalini, 
Please make me satisfied. Satisfied in my emotions, my material state, and my being. Satisfied so that I may feel the desire, the joys of my spirit. That I may be a balanced person. So that my spirit can express itself. Now take your right hand up onto the center heart to the sternum bone. This is actually where the mother resides within us all as the aspect of the goddess or the great mother who will protect her child. When this center is strong we have a great sense of well-being, of security, of confidence and the knowledge that we are being looked after by the all-pervading power of the universe. That each step we take, she is with us, helping us, clearing the way for us. It is the knowledge that we are not alone, that we are part of something greater. A drop in the ocean of the universal being. Now we have a name for this great mother. Her name is Jagadambe. So we're just going to say this name 12 times because at this center there are 12 petals to strengthen the feeling of the mothering energy looking after us. Jagadamba 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 Now just take your right hand up and just place it gently on the throat area. Mother Kundalini, please let me feel part of this creation. Please let me feel my place in this creation. Just take the right hand onto the forehead. And here we can say, Mother or Kundalini, I forgive myself and I forgive everybody else. May we live in peace and harmony. May we know that we are all related to each other at our very essence and that we are all part of your great being. 
May my conditionings fall away. My sense of highness. May I dissolve in your great love. Then you can just place your right hand back on your lap, palms upwards. Put your attention on top of your head. Just feel the peace. And meditate on the knowledge that the great mother of the universe is with us every moment. Listening to the Sahaja Yoga Meditation Program.